I'm not lucky, I'm blessed. Yes, clap for the heavyweight champ. Me, but I couldn't do it all alone. We What is going on, guys? Welcome back to the I'm Not Lucky, I'm Blessed podcast. Cheese. Hey, guys. So before we start today's episode, I would love to introduce you guys to our wonderful sponsors, The Vein and Associate. They're a luxurious concierge company located in Boston, Massachusetts. So if you live in the city and you're looking for a concierge company for your apartment, then go pay them a visit at devaneandassociates.com. What is going on, guys? Welcome back to the I'm Not Lucky and Blessed podcast, the show where we celebrate young entrepreneurs and their achievements. And then we teach up and coming entrepreneurs how to make profit using their passion. And as usual, I'm your host, Lucky the Most. Enjoy the show. Hey, guys, episode 87. It's an amazing one. I have a special guest in the building with me, a great friend of mine. So this guy go way back with me all the way from BSC. We're personal trainers there and today he's here with something amazing that i i envy something he's about to do that i i've always wanted to do my whole like not my whole life but ever since i finished school it's a journey that i've always wanted to go on but i never had the balls to do it and he's doing it so i feel like we should bring him on the podcast and let him share his the process with us why he's doing it so we can all learn and, you know, be inspired to go do it. So without wasting any further of your time, guys, welcome on today's episode, our guest, Brian. What's up, everybody? How's it going? I'm good, man. How are you feeling, Brian? I'm feeling really good. Uh, but first of all, let me cut you off. You gave me way too much credit there. I mean, I appreciate the love, but, geez, you helped me out way too much. What did I say wrong? <laughs> no, no, I'm just messing yeah, okay, okay. you. I appreciate it, though. Yes, sir. How you doing, man? I'm doing really good. Uh, I'm feeling good. Okay. You were nervous, uh, a little uh, excited, a little every, everything. I, guess. I feel like you got this. Oh, yeah, I'm sure I do. But, uh, of course, uh, in the sense where I'm getting rid of everything here. I'm kind of ditching my current life to go uh, pursue something a little bit different. Uh, something that might make me a little uncomfortable at mm. moments. But I think that's uh, where true strength is built. Uh, putting yourself in situations where you might not be comfortable. You might not know what's going on. You might not know anybody there. But it opens the door up for many more experiences that you're going to end up enjoying a lot more than what you're doing right now. Wow. Wow, that's amazing. That's amazing. So, you know, to those of you listening and wondering, like, what's, what's O'Brien talking about? Here's the story. I came across his Instagram post and a beautiful picture of a beautiful city. And he wrote something that you got inspired by someone or this city or so to sell all your stuff. Uh, yeah, okay. And to go traveling. Gotcha. You, you uh, yeah, let me, let me cut you off. So uh, that picture, that was uh, Bogota, Colombia. Yeah. Um, I went there a month, month and a half ago to visit a friend. I have a lot of Colombian friends. So I went yeah. to go visit a friend and uh, she showed me around. We, we traveled through Colombia. So I started, started in Bogota and then we took a flight to Santa Marta, Colombia. And then we were on a four-hour bus ride going to a, like a more remote area in, in Colombia. And we went to this place called Tyrona Beach, but that's another story. Yeah. And it was that bus ride. I was sitting there on that long bus ride, sitting next door. We weren't even saying anything. We were just kind of vibing, chilling. Yeah. I'm looking out the window. It's a new country for yep, me. Yep. Um, we're driving through a very remote part of the uh, mountains. You see a lot of like indigenous Colombian people uh, there, like selling little trinkets and uh, wristbands and stuff like that, trying to provide for their family. Um, it's a beautiful woodsy area, very separated from everything, and it just felt so freeing. And I thought to myself on the bus, I said, what am I doing with my life? I'm like, I could do this all day. And that's why I'm like, why don't I? <laughs> like, I, if I want it that badly and, if it, and it makes me feel this good, yeah. why not just pursue Why, why not just right? go for it? Yeah, you know? exactly. Like, wow. So from that moment, it's, it's interesting because sometimes... I was listening to a, a friend of mine say he he's like he get he gets his best moments while he's driving or like he's he's on a long trip and just being quiet you just start to think about mm -hmm. things and 
So like he used to drive, but he stopped driving and got a driver because he just wanted to stay, like let his hands free so he can write while he's like while that car is moving, he gets the best ideas and he just writes it down real uh-huh. quick. So it's it's pretty cool hearing you say that while you were in that bus ride you guys were talking to yourself just vibing it's that when you're having that internal internal conversation conversation with yourself and you're just like quiet and then things start to come inside your head and you just like things become more clear it's Mm. almost like you're working through stuff that doesn't need to necessarily be worked through but you're still putting in work and and learning new things about yourself um maybe this was never on the table for me but by me just having that conversation with myself on the bus and just watching everything around me it opened up that door. Yep. So by me just traveling, going, and mind you, my friend doesn't speak any English. Yeah. My Spanish is pretty bad. I mean, I know enough Spanish, but my Spanish is pretty bad where yeah. it makes it difficult because my friend doesn't, doesn't speak, speak good English. English. Yeah. So that was an uncomfortable situation Very being in a country with my friend who couldn't really translate for me a whole ton. Yeah. So we're both working through stuff at the same time. She's learning English, I'm learning Spanish. It's uncomfortable for both of us, but we came out the other side a little bit better. We're great, we're even better friends now because I, like I came that. to visit her in another yeah, country. Yeah. Um, I got to experience new foods, new people, a uh, new way of life, essentially. And that's the thing. Anyone who's never been outside the country, if you get to go outside the country, it, it truly changes your perspective as what we're doing over here. And I, I don't want to talk crap about where we're at now, but in a sense, the carefreeness that you get in these other like Latin American countries, especially, yeah, yeah. Like, even the poor neighborhoods and stuff where they're not living like lavishly and stuff like that some of the happiest people I've ever met in my life and and they're so welcoming and they, they're willing to give you the shoes off their feet and I say that kind of cliche style no one actually offered me the shoes off their feet but you know <laughs> but, but I'm, yeah, I'm, sure that, I'm sure they'd be willing, willing to if it to, came yeah, down to it you but know? yeah that's the level of niceness they have I yes, get what exactly. you're saying it's I a vibe what you're saying. I get what you're saying okay let's let's go a little you know let's go backward a little bit how do you be, how do you end up becoming a personal trainer in BSC Oh, I, I guess that's a long story. Uh, I mean, I, I was always a smaller kid, about 140 pounds soaking yeah. wet. And I got sick of it. So I started lifting with my buddies casually, not, not really doing too much. And then I moved into the city on my own for the first time. It was my first time. Like, I had a roommate, but I was, like, on my own, you know, yeah. away from my parents, away from my family, having my own job, being a little more independent. And I was like, all right, well, I need to find a gym because a little while ago I started going to the gym. Let me at least keep up with that. Let me see what I got. I started going to the gym, making friends with uh, some of the people that work there, work out there. And I became such a regular. Um, one of my uh, uh, friends at the time, Talia, she actually worked at the gym. She was a member services. Yeah. And she kind of plugged me on it. She's like, oh, you should like work here. Like You come here enough. And I ended up applying. I got the job. Uh, I was member services for a year or two, and then I, I always wanted to become a trainer at that point because I worked around trainers. trainers Everybody yeah. was teaching me stuff. I had this friend, Nick Vargas, that worked there. He was such an inspiration for me. He was yep, a huge help for me. Nick. I know Nick, yeah. You know Nick? Yeah, know exactly. Nick, yeah. So, I mean, I took his classes, really inspired me. All these inspiring, strong people around me. I was like, well, damn, I, I want to be part of that community. It's such an uplifting brotherhood or sisterhood even um, of people that are rooting for each other to do better. Um, so then I got my certification, became a trainer, COVID happened and I ended up losing my job over at that gym because I was part time, blah, blah, blah. Um, and I, at that point I was kind of done with personal training. I was like, ah, whatever. It didn't work out. Let me, uh, let me find a new road. And I had another job at the time. I worked at a doggy daycare. Um, and then, uh, ironically enough, someone from BSC downtown crossing Instagrammed me, uh, that next summer. 
Josh? Uh, no, I think it was John Badeau. Actually. Oh, John you know, Badeau. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So John, John Badeau messages yeah. me and uh, <laughs> <laughs> tells me, yeah, I love your energy, blah, blah, blah. You want to come in for an interview? And I was like, well, this is the sketchiest thing I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> True Instagram. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, who does that? I know. But, but I was like, all right. Uh, I, I took a look. I was like, seems halfway legit. I don't necessarily want the job. Let me go in there, get a lift in. I'll do the interview. Uh, looked, looked like a nice enough gym. I was like, yeah. let me at least go get a lift. Let me go at least get a lift. Not the interview. <laughs> I showed up looking so bummy. I'm wearing a sh- like shorts and like a basic collared shirt. And I, mind you, I'm bougie. I like to, if I'm doing an interview that I want the job, I'm yeah, going to suit, suit up. up I'll yeah. throw a fucking million dollar suit. Excuse my language. Yeah. I'll throw on a million dollar suit there, go in there with diamonds and get the job. This one I didn't care much about. So I threw my, and I'm sitting there. I'm in the interview and I'm talking to John Bedeau yeah. and Josh. And John Bedeau is like my hype man during this. <laughs> this man is telling Josh he's got the job. Got the job. <laughs> and I like Joe. That John, John's like that. Josh is looking at me like this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm like, wow, this man really hates me. I don't know. I, I want the job because these guys are very inspiring. Yeah. And now I want it. So I feel stupid coming here looking like looking this. like that. Yeah. But I was like, all right, now I kind of want the job. So now I'm pushing myself during the interview. I'm trying to get the job now because I'm answering all correctly and stuff. Afterwards, I got my lift in. It was great. And then uh, I get the job, and I got to say, working for Josh, uh, Josh, if you are listening, one of the most Josh inspiring Myers, people yeah, uh, I know. I mean, uh, he definitely pushed me beyond where I thought I could go. Yeah. Um, and that's the thing is, especially uh, once he left, too, I was like, all right, well, everything seemed to line up perfectly where I had these thoughts of, I want to go travel the world, I want to do this. And then Josh leaves, I'm like, well, shit, I mean, he was one of the main reasons I was vibing here as much as I was, yeah. and I was kind of uh, succeeding in my own world as much as I was, so... That kind of, again, gave me another push to go say, I don't need the materialistic things. Let me go see the world. Yeah. Yeah. So. yeah. That's that's great. And I like the story, like, the Instagram, they reached out to you, and, and like, Johnny's like that. If, if he sees, he sees potential in people quickly, you get, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. He, and, and if he sees that he wants to bring that to life, you get, right? He's behind you, like, 24-7, hyping you. Go for it. Do exactly. it. Do it. Like, Even yeah. if there's flaws. Because everyone there's has flaws. their flaws. But it's, uh, it's all about, I see what you could I be. I see what you could you're be. You're just being lazy. Yeah, you're just I, being I, lazy. I yeah, see your natural <laughs> talent. I see your potential, you know? That's George. I mean, John. And then George is, like, the little... I gotta see what you like. Yeah. You know, little, prove yourself <laughs> prove first. Yourself, like, yeah, yeah. Just John is just like your hype man. Like you go, I believe in you. You can do it. <laughs> you know, it's funny when I first started at BSC. Uh, right, Josh is like showing me around. He's like training me and stuff like that. And he shows me this exercise, the glute ham raise. You know, that oh one. yeah, yeah kind of yeah, like yeah, the Nordic yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, hand yeah, curl. Yeah, yeah. Um, I never knew that one actually. So he showed it to me, and I mind you, I got a little bit of an ego. I think I'm strong. For yeah, the most part. yeah. He's like, you think you're strong, right? I'm like, yeah. He's like, all right, you're not strong if you can't do ten of these. And, you know, he shows me. He does, like, a bunch. bunch Makes it look yeah. easy, of course. Yeah. And then I hop on there, and I get to one, and I'm like, damn, I don't think this is going to happen. I don't think I'm strong, actually. <laughs> That's the one by the the window. Yeah, yeah. Yes, the, yes. Uh, I know that exactly. movement. Yeah, I know that movement. The one we're usually movement. used for, like, reverse hypers and stuff like that. Yeah. Okay. So now, what inspired you to enter this new phase of your life? Um, well, uh, good. That's a good question. Loaded question, but good question. Um, in a sense, uh, I guess because I'm not happy with where I'm at. Uh, mm. Maybe personally, maybe the way I treat people. Okay, I have a side story. If you want to hear it, I want to hear it. Um, you're a football fan. Yeah. Uh, American football. American no. football. No. All right. Well, I'm sure a lot of your listeners are. Okay. So anyone who's a Patriots fan, I was listening to the game last Sunday yeah. um, against Oakland. Uh, I'm sorry, not Oakland, Las Vegas. Uh, the the Raiders. And I took shrooms. I took some mushrooms uh, a little bit before the game. So, I mean, I was absolutely tripping balls the entire game. 
And anyone who watched the game, it started off pretty rough. Didn't look great. I was still, I was like, hey, whatever, it's fine. Probably a loss. But then we fought back in there. Looked like a game again. I was like, oh, this is incredible. And I'm tripping, I'm tripping. And we're getting into the fourth quarter. And I'm like, oh, my God, I think they're going to tie this up. This is going to go overtime based on the positioning of the field, the timing. I'm like, all right. So I ate the rest of my mushrooms. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, I, I, that, I, I that should was, be ready for overtime. Yep, Let's go. yep, yep. And then not like 25, 30 seconds later, they absolutely blow the game, lose Ooh. it. I'm sitting there with my jaw open, because like, I'm tripping balls too, yeah. so my whole vibe is off now. So I'm like, oh, I have to like switch the channel real fast, otherwise I'm gonna sink into a dark, dark place. The irony behind that statement. So it was one of the best trips of my life, like three, four, five hours, amazing. I mean, yeah. I was vibing, everything was amazing. <laughs> Got some side stories I'll tell you another time. But um, I'm tripping, feels great. Once I come down, now I'm more sober, and I'm more in reality, I was in the darkest place my entire life. I mean, I, I think that was the most depressed I've ever felt, the period. Uh, I've never felt that before. I actually ended up crying for like an hour for no reason. I don't know, I think I was just reevaluating my entire life because the trip was so up that the down is so down, mm. but also the trip is very, um, you get to search through yourself. I mean, I was looking through my brain. I was finding things I loved and I didn't love. Well, now you get to reevaluate all those things. And you're like, wow, I, I think I'm a shitty person shitty sometimes. Person. Yeah. And maybe I'm not a shitty person, but there are definitely things I can work on oh, in life and, yeah, and do better with yeah. uh, in terms of how I, I communicate with people, how I treat people, um, so on and so forth. So part of that, experiences like that that may have happened in the past or maybe you get to question yourself. Well, I mean, if you don't like something about yourself, you have the power to change, to it. change it. You don't yeah. have to be stuck in this rut of depression or... in. Uh, of whatever may be holding you back in life. You can either push through or change your scenario. Mm. And so this brings me to my next point on materialistic things. I became so into materialistic things when I first moved to Rivera, you know, buying all these stupid things. Within like three, four months, I'm sitting in my apartment, I'm like, why do I have all these f stupid things around? Like, you have a nice apartment too. I, yeah, I appreciate that. Uploaded the picture. It's nice, and I loved it at first. But then I asked myself, I'm like, why? The first reason I got that apartment was because it was across from the beach. Mm. I appreciate nature. So yeah. I fell into this thing of material things. And now that I got rid of a lot of my things and, and people are taking my things and I have less things to worry about, I feel so much more free. I feel like it opens up the, again, not to overuse that term, but open up more doors around the world that I can actually go through. Yeah. Whereas if you have all these things at home, Hold you have you to back. worry about, you're like, oh, I have to get someone to watch yes. my apartment, yes. clean yes. my clean apartment. apartment. I have a backpack, so wherever I go, That's, I don't have to worry about where I was last. Mm, you know, I'm, for example, I'm gonna be in Tulum, Mexico for yeah, a month. Yeah. Once I leave Tulum, Mexico, I don't have to say, "Oh my God, did I leave the stove on?" Oh. Or uh, <laughs> shit, I, I forgot my um, my beach blanket. What and whatever, I have everything on my back, and I'm just gonna keep it moving. Wow. Like uh, actually, my my trip is kind of taking shape now. Where originally I was starting in Mexico. I was gonna make my way down Central America, yeah. uh, hit Colombia for a few months, and then make my way down South America, all the way around Argentina, and then finish somewhere in Brazil, and then just keep it moving from there. But uh, I don't know if you know who Carol G is. You know, Carol yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, the girl that yeah. sings. Yeah, I yeah. am a big fan. You're a big fan I, of I Carol love G. Carol G. I mean, if you're listening, I'll Carol G, I'll marry me. <laughs> <laughs> um, but so I found, I looked up her tour dates. Her last show or her current tour, anywhere close to where I'm gonna be, it's Chile. Okay. So I. Bought a concert ticket to Chile. I'm going to see Carol G in Chile. Wow. Um, so that changes my entire trip now, yeah. though. I'm now flying from Mexico in February to Chile, and I'm going to make my way up South America and probably come up Central America and all that. Wow. So you see, this is my point, though. I don't have an agenda. There's yeah. no agenda there. Wherever the road takes, takes me, that's you. where I'll end up. Yeah. Because all you have is a backpack. Yeah. 
less stress, you know. So you you're flexible. You can go anywhere. Mm-hmm. You could just wake up and say, you know, I'm, it's not working. I'm going. You don't have to worry about. Okay, if I move, where do I keep this? Where do I keep this? All you got is a backpack and your brain, and yeah. you just. Your credit card, in there. exactly. <laughs> also, I realize I'm very messy. Uh, any chick who's ever been over my house, yeah. super messy. So I realize oh. having less stuff, I can't be as messy. I'll still be as messy, messy but, but not but nearly not as, messy. as messy. Okay. Well, like, do you think this this trip you're about to go on, like you know this this phase, is what you need? Like you said, you've been unhappy. It's like, would this make you happy? Yeah, uh, and I mean, uh, so another thing, I'm okay with the fact that it might not work. Ah, I like that. So uh, I moved to Hawaii in 2018, just kind of. Very out of the blue, my roommate, uh, her name is Emily, she was kind of going through a bit of a midlife crisis in a sense where, you know, she was in her 30s, I was in my early 20s, mid 20s or something like that. And she was, she's from uh, she's from Boulder, Colorado, where people are a little different than in Boston. In Boston, yeah. we're fast paced, you know, we talk fast, we're a little bit rude sometimes, whatever, a little hard. Um, well, she doesn't like that and she was like, I hate it here. She had a bad day and she's like, I think I'm going to move to Hawaii, do you want to come? I'm like... Yeah, yes. let's go. I convinced my girlfriend at the time to come with me as well. So the three of us are two dogs. We all moved to Hawaii. Ooh. I was there for almost a year. And it borderline was a kind of failure. Uh, everything's very expensive. Yeah. I didn't get the job I wanted. Me and my girlfriend broke up. Uh, There's a lot of things going on. So it didn't work out. But I think I still gained so much more from that. What did uh, you gain from that? Um, just life perspective and, and realizing, again, what I said earlier, you can't let things hold you back. You, yeah. you got to keep it moving. And it's yeah. very cliche. Everybody says that, but can you live by it? You know, I've even said it a thousand times, but I let things hold me back constantly. Mm. And that's, again, part of it where you get to reevaluate. Am I taking my own advice? A- am I pushing through things True or am I letting things hold me back? Mm. Why? What can I improve on? So mm. on and so forth. Mm. Wow. Wow. That's amazing. And, and sometimes the lessons you learn from this thing, they might not apply right now but later on in life they exactly. will apply you travel the whole world and come back and someone might just you might get some gig out of it you might get an opportunity out of just traveling the world you might come back and say hey nothing happened but later on in life it adds up mm-hmm. there's going to be a time where what you learned from somewhere would you might have to apply in some other area of your life and you'll be like wow so this is why I did all that trip that's how sometimes life is you get it, right exactly, yeah, the yeah. reward might not be instant I mean, you might enjoy the process, but you might not see the the meaning behind what you did. So some some point in your life where you're like, something happens and you apply some knowledge or something you learn to save a life or something. You'll be like, wow. So this is yeah, like, I remember the specific time, time three years, years ago, ago when, yeah, I when I was traveling through traveling. the mountains and I was able to say like, <laughs> boom, that applies now. I might not have used it up until up now. Up until now, yeah. But does it really matter? Yeah. <laughs> That's how life is. That's how amazing life is. Oh, wow. So how long are you staying in this place? It's like... How many countries and cities and where where are you going? Where are you well, going? I figure about a month per location only because wow. when you look at Airbnbs, they end up being cheaper when you rent for the month. For oh, example, uh, I'm staying at a hostel in Tulum for a month yeah. and it ends up being $900 for the month. Wow. Um, the place in Chile, uh, about $1,000 for the full month and that one's a really nice apartment near the beach with a balcony and all that other stuff. So um, you get a lot more value in South America. That's another reason why I'm doing it. The dollar stretches really far over there. Mm. So essentially, I mean, I could save money and and build revenue by doing that. By doing all that, yeah. For real, for real. Have you ever thought about, like, maybe vlogging your experience? Uh, Kind of. uh, Like, I feel a little uncomfortable, like, talking on camera and, like, being a... a, Well, guess what? You're on camera. I know. Well, this is different because we're having a conversation. conversation. This is cool. I could do this yeah. all day long. Yeah. I mean, um, that's different. But like, in turn, you know those people that yeah. are like traveling. Like, travel like, yeah, hey, look everybody, everybody. I'm at the Mayan <laughs> temple ruins over here. And everyone's just looking. At, like, I see videos and I follow people that do that. And yeah. all the power to them. I appreciate them. But, but you, you just, see people in the background looking. I'm like, 
I'm like, I could never do that. I feel too self-conscious. But to get back to your point, I mean, yes, I'm gonna I'm turning my fitness Instagram into more of a travel, travel Instagram. Yeah. Um. So I mean, I'll be posting a bunch of. I already kind of started. I've been uploading like a bunch of pictures from Colombia. I'm trying yeah. to get people on that vibe. On where, that hey, vibe already. It, but it's gonna be a combo because there's a gym in Tulum. I'm very excited to go to. Oh actually. yeah, the, the, the jungle gym. The jungle gym. Yeah. I'm bro, so excited bro, to go there. bro, bro, bro. I, I see a lot of people going there like for the holidays and mm-hmm. walking out there. So you going there too is also an exposure to different kind of people and also Yep. Yeah, you never know, man. You never know. That's sad. That, and, and it's a community too. So I've been doing a lot of like research. I've been watching a lot of YouTube videos of people who've done the same, same. exact thing. Yeah. There's such a backpack community that take this route and then uh for example on Tulum they have like digital nomad spots, like uh one's called uh, I think digital uh, underground or no, that's not the name of it but it's something like that and it's a coffee shop where they yeah. have great internet and it's like a co-working space where everyone goes there on their laptops and, and they work. do whatever job they're doing whether it be social media influencing uh, day trading which is more so what I'd be doing yeah. um, whatever it may be and they're making their living at a few hours a day at a cafe and then they're just able to travel, travel the world, the world. Mm-hmm. beautiful man yeah. beautiful beautiful you talked about day trading because that was going to be my next question like are you like why are you on this journey like what would you be doing for income you know are you just going out without no income so uh, my main plan is for day trading like okay. uh, options and stuff like that yeah. uh, that being said uh, you have good days you have bad days and it's the last few months to a year have been more of an experiment me learning what I'm doing and what I have learned over the past year is that it can be a very consistent income and, right. okay. and it's not about hitting the home runs because I've had days where maybe I was up seven, eight grand. I've had amazing days like that, but I've also had the inverse of that. Yeah. So there's a lot of risk reward and that was me being ridiculous. So if I just tone it down by like 30, 40%, you yeah. play more conservatively yeah. and you take your gains when you can get them. Yeah. All I need is anywhere from 150 to three, $400 a day. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I mean, if you do the math and I'm fit and I say I'm consistent on the high end of that, that could be up to 90 grand a year. Yeah. And in Latin America, that'll take you a long, long way. way. That's yeah. a long way right there. Yeah. yeah. Most of these countries, uh, they, life, life is not expensive as it is here. You can spend like a hundred bucks for, for some good, you can use it to get some good stuff. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's nice. So what? So what was the process like for you? You know, how did you start till this point you are right now? Like, what did you get first? What did you do first? You mean like day trading? A, yeah. No, 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 no. Not day trading. Like or planning for this trip. Plan for this trip. Yes. So what? Like, what have you done so far? <laughs> <laughs> wow, another loaded question, uh, but good question because um, I hope anyone else who does maybe try to do this prepare a lot more than what I did. I, I want to take notes because next, I think I'm like, that's my next. <laughs> prepare a lot more um, because I'm lazy in a sense. I am the laziest, most motivated person you'll ever meet. So motivated, but, but lazy. But if you caught me for the past four days of what I've been doing, oh, the embarrassment that I that I would feel. <laughs> I've been laying on my couch for four days, n- not canceling my subscriptions, not packing my suitcase. <laughs> like, so in the next like two or three days, I yep, have to. You're gonna be I have to clear out my apartment. I have to pack my suitcase. I have to cancel all my stupid subscriptions that I don't need. Yep, make sure my yeah, phone bills are all set, yeah. so on and so forth. I should have had this probably done, done weeks ago, weeks, month yeah. ago, even. So anyone else, prepare, double, triple check everything on time. Yeah. Okay. What else? So preparing, like you know, cancel subscriptions. What else did you? What else have you done? You know. With uh, well, the first the first one was quit my job because I wanted to give them enough enough notice too. I didn't want to leave them hanging. I didn't want to leave my clients hanging and stuff like that. Um, uh, so the first thing was I let my job know I'm probably gonna leave. I let them know I was probably gonna leave. I didn't say hey I'm I'm leaving 
this day. Yeah. But within heads like, up, guys, that would be. But within like five days of me saying yeah. that, well, then it became more real. Uh, so if anyone else needs more motivation, there's another YouTube I want to plug. It's called Lost LeBlanc, and it's a uh, this guy uh, Christian LeBlanc. Essentially, I found him after I came up with the idea and after I was going to do this. It turns out he did the same exact thing. He was he was like in finance. He worked at a high end corporate finance. He was making a lot of money, or at least you know a solid amount of money. But the cost of living is so high. He, he's from Canada. He quit his job, got rid of all his possessions, and he just started as a backpack, bought a ticket to, I think, Thailand. Um, yeah. He's been doing this for like five to six, seven years now. He now has property in Bali. Uh, he's looking at property in Mexico. But basically, he inspired me. In one of the videos I've watched, he gave the best piece of advice, which actually really got me going. He said, just buy the ticket. Just buy the ticket. Just buy the ticket. Because the more you think about it, the more likely you're going to create excuses and, and, and reasons why you shouldn't do this and yes. reasons why you don't think you should do it, blah, blah, blah. Just buy the ticket because then you're roped in. They, 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 you already roped have your yeah, ticket. Yeah. Guess what? Make it happen. Make it happen. <laughs> and that's what happened. I'm glad I did that because yeah. I think if I didn't buy that ticket after watching that video, done. I would have put it off at least. Yeah. I would have been like, oh, I'm not ready yet. I have to get rid of all my stuff. We're maybe never that, ready. Maybe it pushes me back three or four months. Well, now I miss that concert I was talking yeah. about going to. I miss all these potential experiences. And it turns out in Chile, where I'm going now, peak season it's, it's summer so i'm getting the best time all because i just bought the ticket just and that set everything into motion so just buy the ticket that's the first step i mean that's a that's a great advice like just buy the ticket and then let the rest just worry about itself mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I, I read this book not too long ago the four hour work week the four hours work week. okay and it's, it's kind of like have you read it no i've, I've never even it's heard it's kind of like the same narrative like it lets you go wherever you want be wherever you want but all you just have to do is work four hours a day Mm -hmm. Or sometimes two hours a day. Yeah, you get, and then you spend the rest of your days just traveling. Yeah, you get you get experience, and I think experience is going to help build whatever career you're doing or however you are making money. Experience can build that up, even if it has nothing to do with what you're trying to accomplish work wise. Um, I think it'll clear your head. It makes you think in a different way, which might carry over to your other job. Um, like there are so many things throughout life that carried over to my personal training job that might not have had anything to do with nutrition, fitness, or anything like that. Maybe it was just a life story that I could tell my client to help motivate them and keep them in the game. Facts. Something like that. Maybe it was a stupid drinking story. Facts. You know what I mean? Yep, yep. We've all but been there. It, it's good contrast where it might help motivate you to, you know, go a little further. Yeah, nah, nah, because this is motivating. Like I said, I've had this I've had this plan of doing this too. My wife and I, we talked about this. She she wanted to travel the world. I wanted to travel the world too, but we never did it till now. You get right. So when I saw you doing it, I'm like, this is the guy I want to have. Like, this is the conversation I want to have next because I want to like, what gave you the ball to do this that you know others are trying to do? And like you talked about, a lot of people just don't want to be uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. And like you, you're willing to be like you said, you're the laziest, motivated guy in the world. But also you, you, you're the most guy. You're like the guy that seeks discomfort so bad that you're living to. You're willing to leave your comfortable life here, your beautiful apartment, close to the beach. Well, hold just... on, let me cut you off real quick. Only because like I fall into those um, lazy settings uh, w when I'm in a comfortable environment. Because yeah. when, like, when I was in my apartment, I wasn't so lazy for the first month, two, three months. But as I became comfortable there, I realized I'm like not going out and I'm not doing anything. I'm not even doing my laundry en enough. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and you start to feel like you're just stuck. You're sinking into the couch. And that's when I knew. That's when I'm like, all right, well, that's another thing that pushed me where I'm like, I need to get out of here so I can like, and I'm like, if I'm going to get out of here, mm. let me go do that other thing I was talking about, maybe traveling the world, you know? Yeah, yeah. So what does your family and friends think about this trip that you're on right now? <laughs> uh, everyone's 
very nervous you know uh, yeah. everyone who lives in this country is so afraid when you think bro, about going to other bro, countries yes. like i had one person say dude you're you're gonna get captured and like <laughs> i'm like okay don't be ridiculous maybe maybe but guess what i find that very the unlikely on, like yeah yeah it's not like you're just gonna people travel every day and we never hear people getting captured yeah. so why you yeah you get, right bad things happen yeah bad but happen. i make the point that i mean uh, not to call our own place out but go down to mattapan and tell me you don't feel necessarily super super secure there i mean we all have our good spots and our bad spots. So Latin America is the same way. Mm. Uh, when I was in Colombia, I was in a pretty like, um, they would say Nea neighborhood, a, yeah. a very like kind of sketchy neighborhood. I, but I felt safe because I was with friends. Yeah. I mean, know where you're going. Don't put yourself in situations where you might be in danger. Mm. Like if I was by myself, I wouldn't have necessarily walked down the road at eight o'clock at night trying to yeah. find a bar to go to. Yep, 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 but yep. I was with some local friends where they're you like, will. hey, we got you, don't worry about it. And so, you know, you feel secured. I wouldn't have put myself in that situation where maybe something bad could have happened mm. otherwise. Yeah, I like that, I like that. So how do you intend to cope with these different cultures and everything, like you know, there's different places you're going to. You spending a month there, and is they speaking different languages and different culture. Like, what what is the coping mechanism mechanism for you? Mm, good point. But that's another reason I chose my location is Tulum first. It's a very touristy destination, so there is a lot of English speaking there. They cater to the tourists. I figure it's a good opportunity to get my feet wet because, like, I mean, I date nothing but Latinas for the most part, so okay. I do have a firm grasp on Spanish and Spanish culture, and yeah. I speak enough. Um, but obviously, I want to become fluent. I want to be able to hold full conversations and stuff like that. Um, so in Tulum, that allows me to speak English with people, but maybe find some people that could help tutor me or, yeah. or coach me in Spanish. Spanish um, yeah. I already uh, talked to a few friends down there that they'd be more than willing to help me with Spanish. And then as you go, you know, obviously by backpacking, I'm going to end up hitting more remote areas where they don't necessarily speak English. That's when I'm going to have to make sure my uh, English, Spanish, is, Spanish is really But that's good. why I'm starting where I am. Yeah. I'm going to spend oh, a month there. Ooh. Hopefully in a month, my Spanish is a lot better, yeah. or it should be. Um, I like how you said you just wanted to get your feet wet first at Tulum, which makes a lot of sense. See how that goes. Learn whatever that you need to learn from yeah. there, and then just keep And again, what we talked about back. earlier, worst case, I fail. It doesn't work. I come back. I know. No, no dirt off my back. Like, I mean, I mean, like I said, I, for me, failure is never in the bad things. I think like, failure is a good thing. Failure is a good thing. Like someone said, um, failure is the end of a thing. So it's like, you, you don't fail at the beginning. You only, like, you call it failure when you get to the end of it and you discover that it was, you know, like, so like really it's, it's getting to the end of the thing and realizing that it didn't work. That's failure. But if you're halfway through the process, it's still not failure. Mm -hmm. Even sometimes when you get to the end and nothing happens, it's still not failure. Yeah. What you call failure now might be something good tomorrow. And I'm big on silver linings. So hypothetically, I go through all this. Maybe I have a shitty, uh, sorry, a bad time the entire time. Yeah. And, and I keep going and I just keep running into bad situations. Well, the silver lining there is that experience is going to help me for maybe the next year. Because I'm not going to make those same mistakes. Mm. And now I get to have a much better experience because I learned from those. So that's your silver lining is even though maybe you, quotation, failed for the last year. Yeah. Well, that built up a lot of experience. So this next year, I bet you don't fail quite as hard. Bro, and there's no way you come back to the real world and maybe you're looking for a job and you put it under your resume that I traveled the whole world in one year. Mm. I think every company will want to hire someone. And then you say, oh, I, I'm pretty proficient I'm pre in Spanish oh, now. You know what I mean? That's in the last year, I've gotten really good really at Spanish, <laughs> so if you need one, <laughs> I got you. More. Yeah, yeah. And, and I see a lot of travelers that uh, people pay them to promote their, you know, buildings, hotels, and stuff like that. They make good money out of that too. They just oh, so going back to what you talked about earlier when you were talking about revenue and what I was going to do for work. Well, there's so much more than day trading because 
uh, where I'm, I'm, I wouldn't say I'm fluent in English. My English is actually pretty bad, but I could help tutor Spanish people who want to learn English, English. too. Oh, yeah. So that's an easy enough thing to do. And I'm not talking about a very formal thing. I'm talking about just meeting locals and being like, listen, I don't know how to teach English, <laughs> but all we have to do is hang out together, have a few beers. And I, you I can learn. correct you on little things. Yeah. Maybe you buy my beers for the night or you throw <laughs> me a couple bucks and uh, I'll teach you uh, English. You teach me you Spanish. teach me Spanish. That's oh. how it goes. It's um, and that's the community thing. Same thing as in the gym. Yeah. You know, everyone's lifting each other up. Why can't we lift each other up on learning languages and and, and being more worldly? Mm, um, and mm. also, okay, going back to you said, what's the first thing you do? There's so many first things you do. First thing, get your passport. Yeah. If you don't have your passport. <laughs> you're stuck here. You're not going anywhere. Maybe true, Puerto Rico. True, I think you go there without a passport. Passport. Yeah. yeah. Other than that, nowhere else. Yeah, other than that, good yeah. luck. Okay, you talked about, you know, your girlfriend. How do you intend to keep relationships while you... Oh, I don't have a girlfriend now. Oh, you don't have a girlfriend No, no, no. Um, I've had many girlfriends. Uh, that's thing. They, they usually don't work out either. So, so you like... I, that's why I'm solo. That's <laughs> yeah. why I'm like, I, I gotta go travel the world solo. You're the best man for the trip. Like, where you are right now, is the you are the best place for this trip. Plans no girlfriend. <laughs> no girlfriend. No, no apartment. No furniture. Just a backpack. You're a free guy. If you like someone out there, you do exactly. whatever. You keep it moving. Mm-hmm. You no... Know, but, but like, what if you fall in love in the process? What would you do? I'm sorry, say it one more time. What if you fall in love in the process? Oh, uh, I mean, again, I'm open to that. That's the thing is there's no agenda. Worst case, I meet the love of my life and I get married. Right? I know. That sounds that terrible, be, right? No, oh, I my know, God. That would be a good movie. <laughs> yeah, uh, a guy from America travels the world and fall in love with this beautiful... I think it happens every day. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'll end up on 90 Day Fiance. Oh, yep, yep, yep. My favorite show. Oh, man. So what is your expectation out of this trip? Yeah, I, I would like to say no expectation because that's a vibe I'm going for, but that yeah. would be a lie. Um, I guess my expectation is to uh, just meet a lot of cool people, have a lot of good times. And, and uh, going back to my Hawaii thing, when I was in Hawaii, I saw some of those beautiful scenery images of my entire life. For mm-hmm. example, every day I took the bus to work, I would drive over the mountain, I'd get the full full like panoramic view yeah. of all of Hawaii. But that's priceless. M- most priceless view every morning on my way to work. And it would be early enough where I'd get the beautiful sun. It, everything was just perfect. For free? Yep, yep, every day. Well, two bucks. But <laughs> yeah, I mean, the, the, <laughs> two bucks to go to work. But <laughs> I, I think two bucks is one thing, yeah, you know, yeah, two absolutely. bucks is one. I, I have a couple that they go to Hawaii almost every year and they, they say, look, it's the most beautiful. And they send me pictures of, I've never seen something as beautiful as that. The water, the landscape, the mountains, every, and I'm like, Wow. Take that for a grain of salt, though. It's a very beautiful place, but it's filthy. It is mm. gross, actually. Waikiki Beach is littered with... Um, and So I don't know if you know this, but the southern states and the continental yeah. U.S., they pay for their homeless to go to Hawaii. They'll buy them tickets. Like, I think Georgia's a big one, like that general area. They'll pay for their homeless to go to Hawaii because the homeless people are like, uh, yeah, uh, I, I would love to be I would love to be there. Yeah, yeah. And, and then the states are like, all right, cool, we're... Taking care of the homeless population, right? <laughs> you know, they wow. think they're doing their job. That makes... But now Hawaii, you go yeah. down Waikiki Beach. I, I used to get heckled by this one homeless dude. Like, uh, the Red Sox won the World Series at the time. I used to have this Red Sox uh, fitted I would uh, wear backwards. And this one dude, he'd heckle me. And I swear he's from fucking Southie or something like that. He'd be yelling at me. He's like, hey, what are you doing, guy? And he's like, give me a Boston accent. I'm like, dude, who, <laughs> you, what, who what are you are talking you to right now? Like, why are you heckling me? I'm a Sox fan. Where are you from? <laughs> Um, uh, it's probably one of those guys, one one of those homeless guys that go travel to Hawaii to just go stay there. Oh no, no, I don't think that's what happened. No, oh, no, okay. no, I think he ran into some tough times, which I get it. A lot of people run into tough times, but I think a lot of it is just bad decision making. Like, I mean, I make bad enough decisions where I could have ended up homeless at some point. Like, yeah. I wouldn't have been that shocked. Um, 
But that being said, uh, we have control over that in a sense, but sometimes things are out of your control. Facts, so. facts. So there's a very eclectic group of homeless people there where I'm sure some of them bad times, bad yeah. things happen, but then another time you're like, dude, you, you could have avoided this and now you're giving me crap. Like, <laughs> we could have avoided all of this. I feel you. So, what's your, like, after this trip, what's next for you? Uh, well, that's why I like to think is there is no next. Uh, no it's no just next. a consistent journey. Um, again, whatever that next, whatever Chile brings me, yeah. we'll decide what that next route is. Either I go to Peru or Argentina. Maybe I go straight to Brazil. Wow. Um, maybe I meet someone who's like, hey, we're going to this we're rave going to this. that's in Europe. Yeah, and let's I'm go. like, oh, well, I wasn't planning on this, but well, let's go. I got money, let's go. And then I'm in, now I'm in Prague and now I'm traveling Europe. You know what I mean? Like maybe that happens. Yeah. There's no agenda. Ideally, I want all of Latin America first. Then I want to go to Southeast Asia. But I mean, already within a month, my whole trip changed. Yeah. <laughs> my first plan was to go down this way. Now I'm ending up now over here and I'm coming back this way. So who knows? Who knows? Yeah. You, yeah. You and that's okay. It's totally okay. I'm just looking for the journey. The, the journey is much more exciting than the destination. The destination, I like that. Usually, like 90% that. of the time. 90% of the time. I like that, man. I like that. So, Brian, one last question before we go. Yeah. So, I know a lot of people that have this idea at the back of their mind would always use this excuse. It's expensive to, you know, just wake up and travel around the world. How did you, like... What do you think about it, and how, how did you handle your own expenses? Uh, fair question. I mean, uh, luckily enough for me, I have, I have some money saved up where it's a bit of a cushion, and that's another big important thing. Have a cushion, yeah, but it's definitely possible to do it with no cushion, too, mm -hmm. as long as you're confident and you do have uh, at least a plan set up for how you're going to make money. Uh, but I put together kind of a half-ass like budget, budget. Uh, when I, and this is the beginning stages when I first realized I, w I was going to do this. I kind of made up a budget. I looked up Airbnbs. That's the first thing I did. I said, all right, well, if I was going to stay a month somewhere, what would the Airbnb look up? So I figured I want to keep my budget under around $1,000 or under for uh, boarding for, yeah, per month. Yeah. Then I started looking up transportation, how much it would take to bus around to and stuff around, like that. Yeah. You know, like two, three bucks a day, four bucks a day. So then you do the math, like four times 30, what's that, 120, something like that. So now you're looking at maybe 120 bucks a month for travel. Now you add that in. Now you're looking at food. Food is so much less expensive in Latin America. Um, I mean, could you make it expensive and splurge all the time? Yeah, sure. sure well. But if you're on a budget and you know that, hey, I can't afford to spend a whole lot of money, you could do 10, 20 bucks a day and, and that'll cover you and get street tacos for like 50, 75 cents, stuff yeah, like that, good empanadas. Yeah. Um, like I said, I watched a lot of videos on YouTube of, of like, and they were showing you this food, like vendors uh, that are just standing around selling stuff. I heard that I have to try the fermented pineapple uh, juice that these little vendors on the side of the road sell. But everything's so inexpensive, you're, you're spending a dollar maybe and it's gonna fill you up, mm. stuff like that. Um, then you look at other things like drinking, maybe other stuff, partying, miscellaneous things that you might be doing. At the end of the day, I mean, highballing, my budget for the month ends up being $2,500, and that's half my rent right now, give or take. <laughs> for real. So you see what I mean? Is for already, real. But that, that budget, that's half my rent, is covering rent, food, travel, partying, for all month. nine yards. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, I saw this article online about this lady that leaves uh, less than, I forgot the exact amount, but it's in Europe and they, and she said she lives in lives within less than a, a grand a month you get it right yeah absolutely and, and you're like wow happily like happily she gets everything mm -hmm. that she wants life is beautiful over there that's what she intends to even stay there even like back home in Nigeria like whatever I like what I make here 
it's it's like you could go home and five hundred dollars could last you for a month. Mm-hmm. And that's why I understand. I, I you know I know all these uh, Latino women and stuff who send money home to their families. Yes, I'm like I get it now. I, wow, <laughs> you, I, it's I easy. Like thing. you you could just send fifty bucks home and you're saving a whole life for like a month. Yeah, that's that's, that's how beautiful it is. And okay, okay. So I guess like I don't. I really want to answer people's question like well, you know like objectives that would hold them back from going on this trip what was what are some challenges that you see like that could hold me back that could hold you back or like you might face some challenges uh, I guess the whole homesick idea too because when I went to Hawaii you know you're on a secluded island yeah. I, I thought oh, oh my friends could just fly out and hang out no it doesn't yeah. work like that you're not going <laughs> to see your friends unless you video chat yes. so that could be a big thing too me, I guess I'm a little detached to people for the most part. You know, I love people. I have so many friends and family that I care about. But I guess it's easier for me to say, you know what, I'll see you when I see you. I'll like, see it's not like you. we're saying goodbye. I'll yeah, see you when I get yeah. back or maybe you come visit me. It doesn't have to be a huge deal. Yeah. And that's it's kind of like the same thing with materialistic possessions holding you back. It's like, like maybe you don't have to get rid of all your stuff. Maybe you can leave it in storage or give it to a family friend. Well, guess what? I'll see my stuff when I get when back. I get back. You yeah. know what I mean? Just yeah. Leave it at home. Go do your journey, whatever you need to do, and it'll be there when you get back. Mm-hmm. I like this. Um, another thing that could hold you back is, like you said, being scared about money. But I just went over. It ends up being a lot cheaper if you yeah. if you put together a budget and you're smart about it. Um, and I guess again that uh, feeling of being uncomfortable that that's gonna scare a lot of people. And I at, like. I leave on Saturday morning, so my flight is Saturday morning. It's getting pretty close. Now I'm starting to get the jitters. And yeah, I'm like, wow, this, like is, I said this earlier, is gonna be real. I bought the ticket, so, so there's gonna, no going back. I'm going, there's no going back. Burn so all the bridges and just take over the island, you know? And actually, I thought of this uh, last night because I, I knew I was gonna be on here. There is that feeling of thinking about good experiences and doing and thinking about doing good experiences and stuff, but then there's the feeling you get inside when you're uncomfortable and you're kind of excited. You're like, oh my God, I think that's what life is. That's uh, that's what you're time, leaving. First time I felt alive was when I felt nervous that like, oh, my trip's coming up. I'm scared, <laughs> but I feel like alive right now. Yeah, <laughs> you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Almost like you're skiing down a hill. And you're like, I don't and know if you're gonna survive, but this is amazing. <laughs> oh man, like I feel like that's when that's when you're leaving. That's when that's when li- that's what life is all about. Yeah, and that's again that that reaffirms that it's the right decision for me. Mm. And the fact that I am getting that lively feeling out of it, and, yeah. and I'm excited. Yeah, and a, a big thing is not being afraid to fail. And yes. I tell that to everyone: don't be afraid to fail, even when you're in the gym lifting. Yes. One of my biggest things was don't be afraid to lift weight you can't lift, as long as you have a spotter. As long as you have a spotter. <laughs> so do you have a spotter? <laughs> that's the problem. Is the last I haven't had a spotter for a while. Well, <laughs> I had a spotter for when I hit 300. Though. Okay, okay, great job. Okay, so on this trip, do you have a spotter? No. No. <laughs> but, but regardless, it's different from, li- Jesus from lifting weight. Jesus is my spot. Jesus is my spot. like, Jesus, I come. He's like, take control, man. He's like, bro, you're your own, man. I didn't ask you to go on this trip. So is this like, uh, what is this for you? A pilgrimage, fun, or just walk? Oh, I would call it a mental health trip. I mean, like I said, trip. I've been feeling so like down, depressed, stressed. Uh, and all this and, and feel like I've been missing something. I've had that empty feeling, that, you know, especially when I get lazy. I feel uh, too comfortable and to the point where, like, I feel myself decaying away. I'm like, mm. life is just tick, tick, oh. tick, 
what am I doing these seconds Same right old now? Sitting stuff. in a, a square room watching a movie that I've seen a thousand, thousand times. times. Like How I Met Your Mother. I watch that show every night. I've seen like all eight or nine seasons a thousand times. Back to back. Like, what the hell am I doing right brain, now? Yeah. And, and mind you, I love that show. I'll still watch it. Yeah, no big deal. But, yeah. but it brings up a point where I do this every single night. Let me go to the beach. Let me go to Mexico. Let me go to Chile. Whatever it may be. Let me mm. do something different. Mm. I need to get that exciting feeling in me. Yeah. I need to feel like alive. Yeah, no, no, no. I think... I think you're on the ro- like. I think you're on the right path, like mm-hmm. right now. Yeah, you're about to live the your most life ever, because every day is not gonna be the same thing. Mm-hmm. Every month is not the same, and that's the goal. Every right? place is not the same, so it just it just even if this month wasn't good, the next month you're you're positive you that something good might. Yeah, you learn from it and just just keep moving. Like, oh, that that terrible month in Tulum. Uh, it was bad, but guess what? Now I'm, I'm now ready for this next one. Yep, or oh, now I'm going to see Becky G. So, like, you know, I'm exactly. ready for it. Yeah, uh, okay, okay. We're going to run it. Let's okay, go. so we have come to the end of this episode. Wow, what a Trust shame. Me. I actually had a lot of fun. I know. I I, I mean, I know you guys are going to be at that. <laughs> so we're trying to make this short, but... Um, well, uh, like you said, we're going to have to do a part two. Uh, when I'm I want to catch up with you. Yep, like, what's happening and, and, like, how is it going? What have you learned from this? You get right? Yeah, and then I can introduce you to my wifey, Carol G. Okay, I love you, baby. <laughs> what's, what's your Instagram, man? You know, how can people reach out to you? How can people support you? Like, you know, I want to support you too. Well, uh, it's, it's funny you ask that question. Well, my Instagram right now is a fitness Instagram. It's going to slowly transition over to a travel one, but yeah. I'm hoping to incorporate both. Like, uh, I still want to stay up with fitness. I'm fitness. not going to not hit the gym. Don't yes. be ridiculous. Yes. Like I said earlier, I'm excited about that gym in Tulum, but I'm going to do that in every location. So my Instagram is b halls b h a l l s underscore fitness uh eventually that name's probably going to change but for at least the next week or two that that's, that's where it's at uh, you can come find me there i'll be posting a lot of videos uh, nonsensical videos of me doing nothing but in amazing locations uh you know we'll see who knows how about a fitness traveler what do you mean? A fitness traveler. So, you, you like know, your name? Yeah. Like yeah I mean, you're on the like trip that. and you're also doing fitness. So maybe fitness is in Tulum, fitness in Chile. Like, you know, just. It, well, it's funny. I, I put my uh, little bio thing up at the top. It's like, uh, Jeremy, uh, join me for travel, fitness, beers, and whatever it may whatever be. Whatever it may be. Uh, Something like that. Okay. So, yeah. Any Facebook? Any of that? Uh, I got Facebook and all that, but uh, best bet, just follow Instagram. my Instagram at okay. B-Halls Fitness. Come get me. Let's go. Ladies and gentlemen, go show love to our brother. Don't forget, follow him and. Like, comment. Uh, you, I, I hope you have fun on this trip. But, like, before I leave, like, what's one advice you have for someone listening to this episode? Oh, God, that's a tough one. After all, we just went over. But I guess my biggest advice, uh, the big thing, get your passport if you don't have it. That That's truly your <laughs> that key opens, to the world. Yeah. Um, that opens up all your options, all your destinations are now at your disposal. Mm. Get your passport. Get your passport. I guess that's the that's the number one advice because without that, nothing can happen. You're very limited without your passport. Go oh, see wow. the world. Oh wow! Hey Brian, thank you so well, much. Thank for you. Coming I on appreciate you. I appreciate you so much, brother. Let's go conquer this world. <laughs> Whoops. What time is the movie? What time? Uh, honestly.